I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. Welcome everyone to this special edition of Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. We record our episodes live in Allspace every week, and you can join us from your PC VR or VR headset. Just log into Allspace, join our Simulation Nation channel, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. Today, we have the 10th episode in our World Builders of Old Space series. From psychedelic lucid dreams to floating through romantic gardens to the most dope office designs this side of the metaverse, this world, or world builder is all about a vibe. And if you stick around after the interview, we're getting an exclusive world tour. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Optic. Here he is. Yes. <laughs> Look at all that love. Look at all that love out there, Optic. We've got, we got Hero and we got Yum Yum and City Girl and Blue and Tony Stark and Kurt and Facetious. And, oh my God. And we got even Mattyboy. Matty Boy's here. He was episode eight. Uh, how does it feel to have uh, such a great turnout and so much love? You know, this is amazing. I am not the best at public speaking, but looking at this group, I can probably talk all night. Awesome. I am super happy to be here. And this is just a very cool world that you were telling me about before the show started. Well, and uh, I'm kind of here to explain what I've done and answer any questions. What? Yeah, have. absolutely. And we will also be taking questions from the audience. If you guys have any thoughts or questions for Optic, use the raise hand option. I see we've got a few already. We're going to hold on just for just a second. Um, and, you know, this world is our is rudimentary compared to what you're up to. I love uh, a lot of the things you're doing and you have a really unique flavor and style uh, to what you have. And it's a, it's a consistent style. You can tell you've sort of honed uh, a particular vibe. And so we're going to um, go into that. And I'm really excited to, to hear about it, you know, where you come from and how you came up with this style and all that stuff. We've already got uh, a few questions. So she just looks like she has something to say before we dive in. Uh, why don't we just let Facetious say something here? What's up, Facetious? I really didn't, I wasn't going to say anything at all. That was an accident. <laughs> However, I guess that was uh, uh, supposed to happen, right? Um, serendipity. Optic, you're dope as hell. I remember meeting you when we would just pop into Worlds together when I first came in here not even a year ago. Um, super dope, super great energy. Your worlds are freaking phenomenal. But I will say it's because you're super dope, because it comes out, your energy comes out. So keep it up, and I'm here for it, fam. You already know Aww. Thank yeah, and so I mean to talk. My bad. No, that's awesome. <laughs> Worry. Thank you so much for that, facetious. That's great. That's great. And, and we will be between segments. We will sort of take uh, questions from all of you people here. We've got Heart Doctor and Mikey and Navius Fusion, a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of fans of your work optics. So let's go all the way back to the beginning, the origin story. I'm always curious how people get into VR and how they get into world building. So maybe you could take us back uh, to those early days. World building started a long, long time ago. Um, probably when I had my first 3D rendering engine when I was a kid, it was a, oh man, it could barely turn on, I could barely even start the program, but it was called Bryce 3D. And in Bryce 3D, you could sculpt terrain, you could sculpt in water, reflections, materials on objects. And this was 20 years ago. This The internet barely existed when I was doing this. Wow. And then you just kind of forget about it. You turn 16 and then cars and women happen. And uh, you kind of forget about all those skills and you move on in life and you start to become a carpenter and you're doing different things. And then 
every few years you kind of check back in with your creative side and it'd be through games it'd be uh finding playground mode in halo 3 mm. minecraft i'm um, just any 3d engine the 3d home designer things the sims all that stuff anywhere where i could just sit there and kind of design this little world that i could be in and the only problem was you only ever got to show it to like one friend that played the game with you. <laughs> nobody else ever cared nobody else could ever see it until i came here and I did like everybody else. I think I started VR headset. I did the gimmicks. I did the roller coaster stuff. I did Trek VR. I did um, Walk the mm -hmm. Plank. I did the boxing games. Then I did Echo VR for mm -hmm. months, Population One for months. And I got bored. I got burnout. And I'm like, okay, what is this silly little app with this horrible description? It says Alt Space. And I passed it a thousand times. And I finally click it. And I get in there and I don't know what the heck's going on. I'm in campfire and I'm lost. There's people running around, they're grabbing stuff. I don't know how to do anything. Then I, like the guy I am, I go into the settings and I start turning on all the options. Give me mm -hmm. everything. All jacking the graphics way up until they break and then backing them back down to where I can actually function. And I remember one of the first worlds I went into was a world I believe by Oswin, actually, mm -hmm. um, called. Maplewood Glades. Hmm. And out of all my VR experiences, I hadn't been into an actual world that I could walk around in with grass and trees and a lake. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, who made this? Is this made by the company? And they go, no, the builder's right over there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like I thought I was about to meet a wizard. Right. And I just ran over and I told him how much I liked it. And he explained everything to me. I didn't understand a word of what he said. Now I under I can remember it all now, but he was just telling me the flowers were these 2D things and they kind of spun on a billboard and who knew? Right. And uh so I hung out a week longer and I just kind of went around to all these worlds, and then you kind of find these artsy worlds, these real high quality worlds. And then you're like, oh my god, there's levels to this. Mm. There's these builders that are just out there doing some amazing things. They're just better artists. I mean. Like she's a triple threat, but then you find the Tajazukas, you find the Maddie experiences mm -hmm. and you find yourself going to those worlds. When you want to show your family, one of the first things I'm going to show them is a Maddie world and then maybe an artsy condo. And then maybe we'll go see my stuff because my stuff doesn't make sense. If you're brand new, it makes stuff sense when you've been here a while. Mm -hmm. And so I wandered around and I met my first friend and her name was Fatima and she, she was really my first friend because she was the house I knew I could go to. It had the YouTube player on the wall. She never like stopped me from playing the songs I wanted to play. Mm. And she was so nice. She'd just walk around, talk to all her friends, but let me just sit there on her couch and watch the YouTube because I didn't know where else to get one. <laughs> and a couple weeks later, I told myself, I'm going to try building a world. I'm going to use these kits. I'm going to put up walls. And I looked at my girlfriend and I go, I don't know if I know how to do this, but I'm going to try. And so I started with a, a paradise cove. I wanted to encum encase myself with the landscape. And I had all these tree assets that Altspace gave me for free. And I'm putting them up and I'm loving it. And Fatima came by and I was just finishing the world. I was so excited to show her. And she goes, Optic, you can see the grid through your thing. And I go, yeah, but the world's perfect. And to fix it, I'd have to 
raised the whole world up three feet item by item. And I didn't know the coordinates or anything. So that meant I had to do it by hand. I didn't know about global controls, none of it. So it was, she goes, I go, who's going to notice? She goes, the world builders. Mm -hmm. If they see that, they're going to think you don't care. I'm like, oh my God, oh no. And so she leaves and I spent the next 14 hours straight raising every object in that world until that grid wasn't visible. And she came back the next day and she goes, made the right decision. <laughs> awesome. And uh, she introduced me um, to her cousin, Poe, Polnitz, one, two, three. And she was the one that taught me how to have a whole bunch of fun in here and just do wild, silly stuff. And it was great. And we were starting to build together. Actually, I was building and fixing the things that she had left tilted or sideways. And they'll kill me for saying mm -hmm. that, but I'd go around my little perfectionist and straighten all her mm -hmm. trees. And then she said she was getting into Unity. I'm like, I'm not going to Unity ever. I'm having so much fun in this headset. You're going to pull me out of this headset. I'm going to be at a computer plunking away for the rest of my life doing these 3D worlds. I go, I'm not doing it. And I fought it for months, and she's getting into it. And then she made a forest with uh, Chris 50 and her and Kimmy too. And uh, they took me to the forest, and I looked, took one look around. And I'm like, oh, no. I have to get unity. Yeah. I'm getting left behind. Right. And so I just had to figure it out. I had no classic training, um, not even a coder. I actually have language learning disabilities. So just knowing English, and I've only, this is my only language, is hard enough. <laughs> right. But you figure it out one step at a time. And uh, you just read the manual. Half the time people ask me, how do you do it? I go, you read the instruction book. Right. You do that before you go ask anybody else. Right. Yeah. You, and so here, six months later, here yeah. we are. Well, that's it. six months. So, so wait a minute. When was your first alt space experience? How much? What's the timeline? About 11 months 11 ago. 11 months ago. Wow. So that's a really quick, quick learning curve. Like, Didn't know anything. Fish to water. You just kind of, uh, you found your, your medium and you just kind of exploded. And we can, you can feel it in the world, right? There's a lot of love that goes into the world. So it makes sense. The experience of using, and all those other things, taking misshapen objects and using them as something else, repurposing it. And that's what you did in Halo. That's what you did in Minecraft. And that was the fun of it, repurposing it. I mean, one of my houses, the whole second floor is just a coffee table. It came with pillars mm -hmm. and everything. It's great. Just blew it up to 200 times the size. And that was my second floor. Right. Look perfect. Right. Amazing. But yeah. It's been a very quick ride, but I had a lot of experience. So once I kind of noticed these old school tools, which Unity is, and you look at it, and it's like, where's the buttons? Where's the stuff? Where's the world building stuff? You have to bring it all in. It's weird. Right. And once you're in there, if you try hard enough, you'll figure it out. Right. Well, that's that's that it's it, uh, that is inspiring, and I hope that people listening or watching on YouTube uh, are inspired by that. But of course, Unity is a little trickier than you're letting on. So I I do I think that you're being a little bit humble there. But um, you know, Matty Boy, who who you mentioned, is out here in the audience. He seems to agree, and he's you know, he's always uh, having uh, challenges with his world as well. And we have Doctor Garb Gar Doctor Garbage. How's it going, Doctor Garbage? Where are you? Great name. Right over here, guys. Hey, I just want to say, great presentation. I love the effort. I love the energy. Keep doing what you're doing. Doing great. This is the future. The future is now. Metaverse is here, baby. Embrace it. Accept it. Claim it. That, 
That's it, guys. Peace out. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Dr. Garbage. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Garbage. Nicely said. Nicely said. And, you know, it's true. I think it was in that intro video we saw that Optic, you're one of the people building the metaverse. We're here. We're sort of building it. I'm curious if you had. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that <laughs> right. to be a metaverse built. Any item of note, but it's nice that people like my stuff. I like my stuff. And then you just put it out there and hope somebody else. Right. We have one more question we'll take or thought here. How's it going, Dan? Hey, how are you doing? Good. Yep. Okay. Here you um, are. Awesome. So I got a question for you. So how, how long actually ago you started building, um, you know, worlds and this alt space? Like um, alt space I, I heard... started about two weeks after I started. So about 11 months ago, and add two wow. weeks. Okay, that's great. So there you go. Two weeks. Two weeks after you have your first appearance at Alt Space, you could be doing this as well. Uh, oops, I think I just uh, X'd out Dr. Garbage here if you have something to add. But um, I know what I was going to say. I, so I'm curious. You said that you you saw this Alt Space app. Did you ever explore other worlds um, uh, like VR Chat, things like that, or did. did you just come straight here? Oh yeah, I yeah. did. Oh, I did. I tried them multiple times. So VR Chat has such a name that even before you ever get a headset, you've heard of VR right. Chat if you're my age. Um, I didn't want to sit there and talk to a cat. <laughs> right. I didn't. And uh, things look a little weird in there, and it's not really jiving with how I see avatars and virtual environments going. Um, they're also really limited on what they allow their mobile builders to do and use. And it's not like that. It's a little bit more Wild West out here, and I like that environment. Rec Room, I made it about 15 minutes before I ran out right. the door. Yeah, just trying to bat my way through the toddlers and make it out the exit. It was right. hard. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't do those yeah. much. I, I, like if someone invited me to a game night in VR chat, I might do it. But the vibe in there is it's weird. Yeah. To me. I really like it in here. That's why I've stayed so long. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. But I, I am to, to uh, Mr. Garbage's point, It's pro or Dr. Garbage's point, it's probably if we do have an open, interoperable metaverse, a true metaverse, it'll be all of these things all combined into one, which will be completely insane. It's kind of like sure. we're in a baby steps right now, but it'll, uh, you know, I'm so curious to see how it's yeah. all going to uh, evolve. Um, but we Hopefully it evolves just like surfing web pages. Yeah. And, you know, you just click on a different world and our headsets know how to load the coding of that yeah. world for whatever company made it. And it just immediately you're in the door. That's it. It's just like going to a different web page and the worlds of the web pages. If you can see it like that, it's kind of how I envision it working. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we were talking about you come in here and it's more your vibe. You've clearly found your community. You had this incredible trailer uh, done by the flock. Do you want to uh, speak to the flock a little bit and, and how important it is for you to have a community here? Yeah, that, you know, my experience with the flock um, started early on. They had some early parties that I went to and they were uh, beautiful. There was, uh, I think it's pronounced Bell Mountain, Bell Mountain, Bell Mountain was one of them and uh, Blue Moon's birthday world. And just like in Arts Your Amati world, here's something I hadn't seen or experienced yet at a, you you, know, you had to turn your display settings way down. They were way ahead of their time. <laughs> you were trying to push in. It was a fun experience, and they were gorgeous. But one of them also had a forest. I'm always sold by a good mm -hmm. forest. And uh, 
when I was finishing up Chateau Noir, which was uh, my second community build, I seen Blue Moon comes out of the grass, approaching towards the fireplace where we all kind of spawn in now. And she's saying hi and asking what I'm doing and just I'm explaining, you know, the whole community thing and the decorators coming in and we're going to do this. And hey, would the flock like to help maybe with the movie theater? And they're like, you know what? Yeah, we're in. We want in on this community build. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so they came up with uh, two or three beautiful chairs for the theater and they kept it real low key because I'm a minimalist and I'm sure they had to fight themselves every step of the way because they love all the details and all the ins and outs of everything and make it really feel like a party or a vibe or a theater room whereas I'm just like give me a stool <laughs> um, so from there the whole transaction went great everything worked out and uh, Blue once again comes approaching me at Chateau Noir um, and she goes ever think about joining the block or would you ever think about it and I'm like oh my god I'm awful in teams I'm the worst in teams <laughs> I am crazy I just have that perfectionist thing in the moment we're not friends anymore and we're team members somehow my brain says you have to think just like me and I spend my entire life trying to walk that backwards because mm. I know it's wrong but in the moment I'm like how can you not see what I'm seeing but they're all different people and everybody has a different view of the world and how it all goes and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to make it in a team. I thought about it and I'm like, I don't want to have to do all my own social media. I don't want to have to host these parties. I don't want to do it all alone anymore. Mm. I wanted help. And they said, hey, we want another world builder. I'm like, I need marketing, social media. I need events to sh showcase my worlds. I'm like, yeah, sure. Easy. I mean, that's what we do. And uh, it's worked pretty well. I've probably almost uh, gotten to a point where they probably wanted to kill me a few times. It's always me. But they're so nice and so loving, and they always help me with everything I need to get done. They're always there for me, and I will always try to be there for them. We'll never let my friends down even though I'm a butthead sometimes. Awesome. Well, there's... I'm a much better friend than co There's Blue Moon over there. So thank you, Blue Moon, for uh, giving giving uh, Optic a home here and, and letting him have a community. And I, I sometimes joke that this is now the Flock Show because I feel like I've had every one of my recent guests have been from the Flock, so it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh to see a bunch of you here and we got we got tony stark up here and bradley and city girl and everyone's here uh Zarn, zarnia and uh and all of these people here to to take a look at your world so everyone stick around for the end we're going to get a, a exclusive world tour but let's dive into some of the worlds here just so we can um get a little more detail into maybe your inspiration or how you came up with it so this first one uh is called i think this is chateau noir is it is it not it is um so my first world I had built was my office. Second world I had built was Cliffside Condo. And they were both really small. And I hadn't um, had a chance to try to do a very powerful structure yet. And I always like powerful structures. Just something that, uh, I don't know, it just had a force to it when you looked at it from any angle. It does. The other side, the actual other side of this building was supposed to be the spawning zone, and there was a whole walkway and everything. The whole view of the building from that angle is perfect. It's great. But I changed my mind, and I like the fire pit. I like the catwalk. 
and just those architectural details that actually make it look like it could be possible in real life. Mm -hmm. Don't anger the architects too much by what we do. <laughs> now, as I move on, I don't really care about the laws mm -hmm. of gravity. And so a lot of my newer stuff is just kind of going to defy. I don't care if I upset an architect somewhere. You can't do that. It's like, you know, I can in here. So this was more that a powerful structure just conveyed strength to anybody and they'd want to live in it. It was classy. It was high end. And a lot of these community builds were built because when you get the alt space, there's not really much available. Mm -hmm. um, it takes you a while until you find out about Artsy and her website and getting her templates. And you find out about alt space templates, with the, which are just crap. Mm -hmm. And then you get some templates from your friends, but nobody ever just hooked you up with like the full deal um, on the house, community free. So I said, well, maybe I could do that. So I started treating my friends list more like a Rolodex and I tried to friend as many people as I could. So I knew when I was done, I could share the world directly with each person. And it was real easy at first. I had only had to click a hundred names individually. And that sounds like a lot. It's about seven different steps per name, but now it's 936 <laughs> names and it takes me about six hours to do wow. it. And Z-Man actually, I think just made me an app to help with that. So it actually will take like five seconds. Oh, cool. Uh, that's huge. But that's kind of the inspiration behind this one. This was my first real big, I want to give the new people just joining a real home on the house from an alt space community member. Yeah. And then the whole community hopped in and did it. Even Cha Boogie, I mean, she picked the uh, more the black and white abstract picture there mm -hmm. for the art. And the other art was actually painted by uh, alt space artist Acoustic Energy. And he hand painted it just for the world. Cool. Um, we also had it fully decked out, but URP killed all the decoration. Mm -hmm. So we've just left it as a base template and people can just decorate it themselves from this point Got forward. It. Crazy. That's the story of Chateau Noir. Very cool. Yeah, it's a great world. And when I went and visited it, actually, there was someone there who's like, wait, did you create this world? Because I really want to get this uh, template and I really would love to you know, be a part of this world. So it's clearly a popular template and it, the word has gotten out and, and uh, you must get a lot of responses or, or requests for these kind of worlds? That one right now is currently being lived in by about 328 avatars. <laughs> right, they got it, crazy. So yeah, I'd say it was. Um, let's, uh, let's before we go on to the next one, let's take a, a word from City Girl. What's up, City Girl? Hey, Optic, it's great to see you up here. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, this particular world, I have a couple of different worlds that I live in. And this one, to me, was the most peaceful world I have been in. And I actually keep this one private so that I can go there and get away from everyone else and just have moments to myself. And I can allow people in if I want to have, you know, visitors. But this one, for me, was a moment of serenity. I love to go there, sit by the fire, go inside, and just it, it, take in the views. And it's the most peaceful world I have Thank in you, all of all space. It still gets me. Um, this one actually looks better after URP because it was so, it was built so early when I was learning. That was the one benefit of URP is you reopen these old worlds and you're like, oh my God, why did I do it like that? <laughs> this is awful. And you go in there, you clean it up and you're like, this thing's shining up better. Uh, ones as you got closer near the end, right? When the world I just made before URP happened, yeah, those didn't get better. Those got worse. URP hurt those. Um, but it is funny with the earlier builds, bringing those back is a whole ton of fun. 
because you really do get to throw all your new tricks at them, and then you get a whole lot better work through the deal. Uh, Chateau Noir is twice as good as it was when I first released it. Right. Well, I, I love what City Girl said because it really does sort of sum up my feelings when I go into your world. And so the next world I wanted to talk about was your lucid dream world. And, you know, for anyone who's seeing these pictures on Instagram at the Simulation Nation or, or on our YouTube at the Simulation Nation, it really doesn't do it justice to have a 2D image here. It's really it's about the movement and it's about the flow. And it's so calming and soothing. And I'm, I'm curious, like, I, that's one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you out here is like, where does this this sort of vibe come from? Is it an inner peace that you have? Is it a tranquility? Or are you have like the madness of the outside world and you just want to have a place to escape to? Where does this feeling come from? Well, it's funny. I'm pretty, um, I have kind of a, an aggressive demeanor and I'm, you know, a carpenter in Seattle. I'm dealing with the rough and tough dudes. I don't take any shit. Um, there's that soft side of you. You spend your whole life probably burying Burying it deep and down. And I didn't know this existed in me either until it happened. Mm. And then it happens again and again. And you're like, uh-oh, it's manifesting itself. Mm. It's coming out. It's coming out through art. And I didn't, you don't know to call yourself an artist until the day you realize that you are. For me, it took until the age of 37. Wow. I'd been doing art my whole life, but I'd never call myself an artist because then I look at other artists and they're like, well, that's a real artist. But at some point, I had to admit I was an artist, and my emotions manifest in whatever I seem to be doing there, things that you bury. And so lucid dream, what I, I have a problem with, um, what do you call it? Um, sleeplessness. What, insomnia. Insomnia. Mm -hmm. So my entire life, I'll get it all the time, and uh, you can't sleep. You can't do anything. My brain just won't shut down. I'm not having genius thoughts or anything. It's just won't shut mm -hmm. down. And what I found is in those moments of insomnia, that's when I get to do this stuff. I just get on the computer when I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's called lucid dream. That's what I did instead of sleeping that mm -hmm. night. Couldn't sleep. And what happens is it's kind of like what happens to writers is when you get so tired and so exhausted, your prefrontal cortex disconnects from your regular line of thinking. Mm -hmm. And they call it a 3 a.m. miracle. And all of a sudden, the creativity flows. If you didn't screw it up with booze and drugs, it's going to come. And your mind kind of hits a different area, and you're able to paint outside yourself. So I'm not the type of guy in real life who's going to paint a picture with a bunch of flowers and hills. And so when I woke up that next afternoon, you know, finally crashed, and you run back to the computer to see what you did, and you put on the headset, and you're like, Okay. Wow. Well, I got to show somebody this. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, that's literally how it happens. It's just don't, I don't know I have it until it works. And then sometimes it works. This one really, I was just, I couldn't sleep. Wow. Interesting. So that's really fascinating. It's like, it's almost, I guess you're talking about like the twilight of the mind where you go into this sort of sleeping dream state, awaking dream state. It's really, really when you're so tired, they disconnect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, you can also do it kind of by giving people something they expect and then completely turning, like changing their view of everything by going into the gray space of their mm -hmm. brain. Like you expect to walk through this door and there's going to be a house, but if you walk through that door and you're standing in outer space, now all of a sudden they're in the gray space of the mm -hmm. brain. And once you can learn to have fun with the gray space, I'm trying to learn more about that now. And, Make you count on something that you could believe in your mind to be true. 
and then just chain it. Right. Next corner you go around. And I want to learn how to do that. And I'm starting to figure out how to play the tricks with the mind using the right. images, basic shapes, and forced perspective. Interesting. It's almost like a hypnosis when you're going into a different space or something like that. That's really cool. Um, well, I, I think it's also That's incredible. Yeah. No, I think it's incredible that it's almost like, you know, um, virtual reality has given you a second life and you're almost like the artist is being sort of born, whereas the the person in the real world has to live their job and make the, pay the bills and do the responsible things. And then when you were opened up to virtual reality in the metaverse, you suddenly became almost your true self came out. Yeah. All of you find yourself. Yeah, That's really why I amazing. really don't go any like I belong in here. I Every bit of this place just makes sense to me. It's it's how you know we're going to be building a lot of really great stuff because everything we've seemed to have dreamed up in our heads and put down on paper, it seems to be happening. And we keep pushing for it. We There's something about humans where we find a way to manifest that dream. And our iPads are way cooler than what they had in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we just go even better. We don't have the flying cars yet, but got drones. Absolutely. <laughs> And we're only just getting started, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, well, hopefully we get to visit this world on the world tour because, it, like I said, it really we really can't do it justice here. You got, I think, you got Frank Sinatra's playing old blue eyes, and you've got these wavy fields no. of flowers. It's really, yeah, really if you're cool. You're not in a romantic mood in the first fifteen seconds after being in that world. You, <laughs> exactly. You go see somebody. Exactly. Um, so yeah, if anyone if anyone has any thoughts uh, for uh, for optic, I guess. Oh, Dan might have something to say here. What's happened to Dan? Hey, I just got another question. I like to to hear about like the um, mo um, monetary part of being a builder in this world. So how can you monetize being a builder, like in this early stages of the murderers? Good question. I didn't hear what he said, guys. He was saying, um, have you been able to monetize it? Have you been able to uh, pay some of the bills with your work in VR, or is it at this stage you're giving it to people? Yeah. So just now, it's all starting now. I, uh, When you're coming into somebody else's community, and there's people in here that are paying their bills with what they're doing in here, you don't want to step on toes. That's not, not a real good way to welcome yourself to the community. You don't want to undercut other buyers other sellers you won't find out what this is and i kind of did that and so if someone else says hey for a custom for base like bare minimum just a custom world it's 300 i'm not going to go charge two even though i'm not as skilled as that person i'm not going to undercut them but i also know that everybody that buys one of my things at that price really wanted an optic world i have a true fan and i love knowing that so i do not worry about the money aspect as much because I do have a good paying job. I've been a carpenter a while. And if you see my Insta, I don't suck. <laughs> um, but when it comes to monetization, like, yes. So I have my own company. It's an LLC. I'm the main managing member. Uh, money, bank accounts, the all the whole normal stuff there. So everything's legit. I also live with the lawyer. Um, and they were able to help me out with uh, contracts. And we spent a long time trying to make sure we found good contracts that actually made sense in the metaverse for world building and coming up with multiple scenarios for those contracts. Once I had all that kind in a row, 
now I'm starting to turn on the switches, okay? This is on, this is on, and just slowly but surely, hopefully something comes of it, but I'm really in no rush, and I'm still having a lot of fun. But yeah, we're monetizing it. It's just I'm not running for every dollar that comes my way. If I think there's a better builder that could do a better job than me on a certain build, I still send them that way. Cool. There's still community. Very, very nice. Very cool. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's go on to this next one here. Um, this one is has sort of this sort of I don't know crystal staircase, winding staircase around this uh, pyramid-like um, walkway. Can you tell us about this one a little bit? Yeah. So this one was all about the triangle. Um, if you're in Unity, there is no triangle shape. There is one, but it's uh, it's oblong it's misshapen and it has angled edges so to actually create a triangle in unity you have to use three rectangles merge them together and you know and so i wanted to see if i could do it if i can make my own triangle and make it look all seamless and perfect i could and that's all i had i had one triangle um then i made a bunch more and i spaced them evenly and that kind of looked cool <laughs> and i just kind of looked down the aisle and i'm like oh i think i got something going here add the right reflections now this world looks like this now but when this was before urp it had box reflection it looked like 4k kaleidoscope so we're kind of looking at a something that's survived the operating table mm -hmm. still pretty it's not what it was but this was my birthday world and i wanted when it was all said and done and i had my triangles and i finally had this layout and i put the flock wing staircase on it it's the flock wing staircase mm -hmm. i was like this is one of the prettiest views I ever saw from the DJ booth. DJs normally get screwed on the view. And so I actually try to take a point now when I'm building event spaces or that, give the DJ just as good as a view as the crowd has. Give them something pretty to look so they feel good about entertaining at this club. You're also gonna wanna put in a spot for the DJ to hide. I didn't have this here, but we had the water, so they just kind of swam out a few miles and they'd hide their avatars up there. Now I give DJs hiding spots backstage, green rooms, and you kind of got to think about that stuff. Yeah, this was just a birthday world, and uh, it all started with the triangle. And could I make my own triangle from scratch? Yeah, crazy. And I think I've got another like simple beginning. Yeah, another angle here. And I, I, yeah, your birthday party—it was like a black and white ball kind of a thing, right? Where everyone had to change their avatar outfits. To... I'm a sucker for Tony Sinatra. That was great. Tony, uh, Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra, all them. Yeah. And then uh, we had Sir Saxy there playing the saxophone. We had acoustic energy with the acoustic guitar. We had. My gosh, please forgive me. The uh, third one. There was a third one, and I do apologize <laughs> to that person on the spot. I'm forgetting. No, it was quite, like quite the event. Right. <laughs> it's very cool. Best, the best. Very cool. Uh, before we move on, King of uh, King Avante. It looks like they have something. What's up, King? Uh, yeah. So how how do I build my own world? You like to, how do I build my gonna, own world? Yeah, would you like to do it in the headset or do you want to try doing it on a computer? I could do it both ways. So what we recommend is getting Unity, the Altspace VR uploader, and Blender and find out which one works for you, whether it's Unity or Blender. To have the most fun, I, I recommend starting is, building in the headset. All I would have to do right is just find a layout off the internet and then download that on to something. It'll it's be a little more complex than that, but it's you 
not that far off, but it is more complex than that. Good, good place to start anyway. Thanks, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I would get Unity and I would get Blender. Well, cool. okay, so let's move on. So that one I think you call the Glass Palace, is that, or do I just call it the Glass Palace? I don't know. It sounds- You'd probably call it the Glass Palace. You know what I call it? An event venue. <laughs> okay, got it. I call oh, it- this... It was Geometria, but now it's not Geometria because it has no geometric reflection. It's it lost its kaleidoscope love. Right, right, right. So the next one- it... It's an event space. Yeah, the next one here is kind of like a bootleg picture. Because I don't think it exists anymore, but I had to throw it up here. So this <laughs> this oh, is a, a romantic a garden shot. wedding venue, which this is the wedding venue. Yeah, which I I think that this people, was my first landscape, right? That was successful. So I believe that people can't get to it now, I guess, because of the update. And I had this picture from uh, previously because I was I walked into this world. I thought it was so interesting. And I just kind of caught the feeling. I snapped some photos of it and I tried to go back today and I realized you can't get back into it. So tell us uh, maybe That's what the inspiration was. Back. What's that? The wedding, the, that one will come back. You know what? I saw Crazy Rich Asians and that wedding scene almost had me in tears. And I'm like, I'm building. Mm. No, not that. You know, they did it in a hotel for 40 mil. I was like, I need a wedding venue. I want that song and I just want flowers. And that, yeah, that was what I did before Lucid Dream. Um, it's not as good, but uh, when I get to bring it back, that's one of those things that'll like be greatly improved when you bring it back with all the new skills. I haven't touched that world in forever. Right. But that is actually where I met Artsy for the second time. I met her at her birthday, but never, like we never spoke, but she showed up here and this is when she was like, Okay, you know how to build. Oh. And she really liked my landscapes. Cool. Yeah. That's kind of where we met. Yeah, that's very cool. We had Artsy on, I think it was episode six of World Builders All Space. So if anyone is curious about Artsy's uh, interview, you okay. can go back and find that. So this is the centerpiece. So no, sadly enough, this was put together for a wedding that didn't go through. <laughs> okay. Um, I've, even though the world's dead, I still have the original people it was for. They still have access rights. They told me to remove it. I still left mm. them just in case things got back together, <laughs> you know? But um, I, th that, I don't know how that worked out, but that was a bummer. Right. Well, we almost had a wedding. Yeah. It is, so, so, so people fell in love. They wanted to have a wedding close. in Old Space, and they approached you to build the more? Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, this was just they knew I had a wedding. But, ah. hey, can, we, can you give us full access? I'm like, yeah, of course. Got it. Somebody's got to get married in there. Got it. So, and that was their little decorations, and it was pretty cute how they had it set right. up. So again, people who are watching, looking at this picture or seeing this video are not getting that all of these flowers individually are moving. They're swaying in the wind. So you've got all these tiers of movement and swaying that just creates this really romantic vibe. Uh, yeah, it's not just a movement either. If you look at a distance in Lucid Dream later, you can almost see it move across the land. It's like a lump of wind, how the computer does it. And it's kind of cool. You can only see it on the bigger spaces when you're far flying away and you're like, Oh, this is all one big thing. Right. And then you add the twist. The twist, the twist is, cool. is in relation to which way you're looking. I love I like that part because that way you always get a great view. Uh, when you try looking for it and you really go, oh, don't stop looking for it. Right. <laughs> Not going to like that. Yeah. So for people who are experiencing that, basically the, the waviness, when you turn your head, it turn, it shifts on an axis. So it kind of waves with you. And so it's this really interesting. It gives you a billboard view. You always see the picture from the exact same angle. And that way, no matter how hard you try to look around it to see the paper thin edge, because it's one pixel thick, it's really a 2D thing. You can't, because yeah. it keeps moving. Right. 
Um, and when you look too closely, you'll get a little motion sick because now all the flowers are dancing in front of you. But when you just look out into the horizon and just live life normal, it's perfect. You just see the flowers just playing. And I always love that. Absolutely. Some people hate it. The developers always say, turn off the wind. <laughs> I think it's really cool. Um, cool. Well, I know all of these people, wonderful people here, want to get to the world tour. So I've got one more I wanted to touch on, and then we will portal off to the world tour. Uh, and so maybe you could talk us through this one. I believe this is your garden tea house that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, this... I was on a roll with uh, I Felt Great after uh, Lucid Dream. And then I wanted to try to do one that was more natural. I wanted to see how natural I could get. Um, it's not perfect, but it's close. The textures are okay, but the flowers and the layout and the thickness, I don't think anybody's able, ever been able to get this much density, this many types of flowers all crammed in there. And that was the art form. How do I make it mm. work? Now, when we go out, uh, if you guys want to get ahead of the game, because we are going to go to some pretty heavy landscape worlds, go ahead and go into your display settings. Make sure you're at 2x, 1.4, or 1.6. Those should work fine for all of our We work fine at 4x. That's what we test them at when I'm building. But for better experience and higher frames per second, we'll do it at 2x for the evening. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just going for natural. And uh, how do you cram half a million flowers in a very tiny space and make it work on a mobile headset without the computer helping. Yeah. That was that. Right. Yeah. No. And then of course there's a beautiful sunset in the distance and it all, it just has this incredible soft sensitive vibe. So, you know, this one will get you too. If you're not feeling romantic after 15 seconds of being in here, you got to talk. To Absolutely. Them. That's exactly right. Um, um, all right, great. Well, this is, uh, I guess, the uh, the final sunset on our uh, slideshow here. So before we go, let's just talk a little bit about the future. And first of all, where do you see this virtual reality metaverse thing going? And then what's next for you? We got to keep pushing. Um, URP is a huge change. So we just have to get better and better at that. And so now we have new tools available to us that developers know how to hop right into but the people that were just kind of artists before that can really assemble some stuff in unity and blender without knowing the developer end we're having to say okay now we have to kind of push ourselves and get into these other areas if we want our stuff to run smoother and push it further and so we do i have a lot of learning to do and so do a lot of the other builders as well so the future is in uh the next gen headset right now this headset just won't power urp the way we need it to right. So hopefully the next one will allow us to flip on some of the switches so we get the better stuff if we were promised. And also as we upgrade into newer versions of Unity, things are going to get better as well. We'll get some of those. I might be able to get my reflections back in my birthday world. But that feature is not available in the current version of URP Unity we're using. So if we updated that someday, that would be great. And then we could get those features back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Future-wise, we all have to just learn URP and uh, wait for the next-gen headsets to come out. And once we kind of all figure that out, then you'll see people start pushing the limits of what we can do with it. But right now, we're all just in an adjustment period. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, you know, I, I believe we, you know, we were going to have this episode a, a couple months ago, but of course the URP thing got in the way and kind of messed everything up. So curious, um, you know, this last image here we have is created by Optic. So what do you think is the future for Optic? What are you planning on doing in the near future? 
oh, I'd love to put down the hammer and just do this all day. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I had a few companies come to me. After a while, they kind of see Instagram. Instagram does work. <laughs> and you'll have people come out and reach out to you and say, hey, do you want to do this for a living? And do you want to talk to our CEO? Their vision won't always line up with mine. Some people are kind of lost in the metaverse. They really don't get it quite mm -hmm. yet. And some people do. And so I'm trying, if I do make the jump out of doing the, just building in there, and I do end up going to a company just for the sake of, you know, nice job, count on a nice paycheck, doing something I love. But for me to make that switch and just give up the whole carpentry game, I really want to find a company that understands the metaverse the way I do. Right. Or at least the way I want to see it built. Right. Because there's some ways it's being done that I don't like, and there are other ways where it's amazing. Right. So for me, put down the hammer, do this for a living. I'm not going to make that jump unless it's a company with the same vision I have. Right. And so you said you had an LLC. Would you think about going out on your own and just kind of doing it uh, in that way? Or you're, you would be... That's kind of what I'm right. doing now, right. right? I mean, that's what I'm doing now. I'm just doing it right now in alt space for one platform just as I learn. This is like for artists and everybody out here that's world building and getting into kits and all that. This is like an artist training ground. You can come in here knowing nothing about the metaverse and come out being a world builder that has a show about you the night before New Year's Eve with teams making you promo videos and all that. I'm just a guy at Hammer's Nails for a living. <laughs> I like doing this stuff. Um, so anybody can do anything. Just sometimes you get lucky and you find your passion and you land at your home that you know was your home until you got there. Absolutely. So here I am. Very cool. Very cool. So where can, where can people get in touch with you if uh, they would like to you know, hire you for your services or bring you into a larger company. Gotcha. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Optica, P-T-I-C-A, uh, L-L-C at hotmail.com. That's my email. Um, for Patreon, optic underscore VR. Or Instagram, optic underscore VR. Or just altspace, um, optic underscore altspace VR. Great. And those are the easiest ways to get in touch with me. Instagram and Discord. Uh, Discord, I think I'm optic base 8804. Got it. We'll try to put some of that stuff yeah. in our show notes uh, so people can yeah. reach out. Well, I got a photo for you, and you can just post the photo if you'd like. Yeah, next year, this year, uh, in the coming months, I'm trying to get a website together. So I have a real place I can direct people. But right now, I just have the basic forms of communication that everybody uses. Got it. Great. Cool. Um, well, that was awesome. Um, and if anyone has any last thoughts, this is your uh, last call. Um, but otherwise, we will get going to the world tour. Hi, Jeanette Madden and Kalima and uh, Roland and uh, Cornelius. Everyone's here uh, for, uh, for you, Optics. So here we go. We have one uh, thought from City Girl. Yes, City Girl. You can also check out Optics Storefront at the Mall of the Metaverse, and all his contact oh, yeah. information is there as well. Cool. Yeah, I was at the mall yesterday. I got my new photo up there. My contact info's up. Thank you, Cha. Thank you, Shy. Cool. Thank you. All right. Awesome. And uh, before we do go off to the world tour, everyone's got to hop up on the stage once we uh, close out here and we got to get a giant picture with you, Optic, uh, so we can see, you know, see okay. everyone, all your fans here, all your love, all your friends, uh, all together in one place. Um, cool. So, uh, you know, thank you so much, Optic. It was really interesting. 
uh, talking to you and, and hearing about how you've sort of had a second life in here and you're discovering yourself in a new way. So I, I really love it. I, I'm a huge fan of the show. You're my favorite show in all space when it comes to, you know, talking to the builders, getting out there. We love your art, your graphics that you put on the website. You have the coolest pictures. And I was going through your profile like a few days ago, and it's just everything's so unique, but it's all got that vibe. And I, I could scroll forever, and it's about the coolest thing you could ever see. It's just your Instagram page. <laughs> oh, cool. And so I love it. You have my vibe, and I hope I have yours. So thank you so much for having me on. Johnny, and this has been just great. And I really help you for helping me along because you know I'm not good at speaking to crowd. So thank you, sir. Thank you. No, those are very kind words and uh, very, very happy to have you here. And yes, five meets five. Totally get it. Um, so uh, thank you, everyone, for teleporting into this world cast of Simulation Nation. With you and with us in virtual reality, like all of these incredible people here, listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching in glorious Technicolor on YouTube. And remember to subscribe to our Instagram at The Simulation Nation, Twitter at SimNationVR, in our Discord server. And join us uh, next time for our review of the novel Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson, which coined the term metaverse back in 1992. Super excited about that one. Until then, stay plugged, my friends. I just finished reading that book last week. No way. Oh. Love it. That's awesome.